Community Voice Podcast, episode number 22. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Community Voice Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and of course, this is a podcast that has not been produced in quite some time, and that's totally my fault. You know, sometimes it's easy for somebody to to lose focus of some of the more important things in life and in your business, and uh, the Community Voice is one of those things. That's right. I remember when I first launched the Community Voice podcast and and just how excited I was about the opportunities that would exist in introducing to the entire gspn.tv community, you know, all the listeners out there, uh, which literally, and, 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 and this is crazy, but tens of thousands of people out there that listen to gspn.tv content. And, uh, you know, if you, if you actually look at the subscribers of all the various content that we have, um, the, the deal here is that I have been blessed by having a relationship with so many amazing people. And, and, you know, I, I just don't under, I, I just don't think that everybody understands how blessed my life is by all the individual relationships that I have. And, and, and so when I thought about that, it's like, you know what? I want to do something where I give the community a voice. I want to, I want to give this opportunity, uh, to in, introduce to everybody else these wonderful people I know. And, and of course, uh, we started that off. It, I think it got off to a great start. Uh, if I had to kind of find some kind of excuse, I will say that probably the, the, the biggest mistake I may have made in the past was to actually try to record like, I don't know, 12 or 13 of those during a 24-hour nonstop podcast marathon, which then, of course, uh, after that, I, I went into the hospital and, and had some gallbladder issues and, and almost died there, but uh, thank God I did not. Uh, and, and and so, of course, then then came this whole pursuing a balanced life thing, and, and I just had this entire huge, gigantic to-do list of all these shows that I need to do post-production on, and it became more work than it was pleasure, and I just lost sight of it. But here we are, 2011, and I just want to say this is one of very one of many brand new initiatives, or or even reinvented initiatives, uh, in this case. Uh, for 2011 to really get back into um, building this community the way that I originally felt called when I left my career in insurance uh, to to pursue podcasting and new media full time, and uh, so I'm 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 excited to announce to you that the Community Voice podcast, obviously that you're listening to, is back, and not only is it back, but it's a priority, and not only is it a priority, but it will be weekly, and not only is it weekly, but you will be able to. Uh, uh, come and participate live and ask questions of the people that I will be interviewing uh, any Thursday at 3.30 p.m. or I'm sorry, 3 o'clock p.m. in the afternoon on Thursdays or in this case 3.22 if we get started late. So sometime between 3 and 3.30, uh, plan on 
uh, community voice podcast over at gspn.tv live. Now, I've talked enough already, spent four minutes doing all of that stuff, just saying stay tuned. There's even more exciting things to come. But today, I am going to be introducing you to another wonderful gspn.tv plus member. His name is Jonathan Nation. And uh, Jonathan, welcome to the Community Voice. Well, thank you, Cliff. It's good to be here. You know, you and I have known each other and we go back. uh, It's weird, but we go back to say this we go back years <laughs> yes we do yes we do uh, I, I think it, it was back in the days when you were still very involved with talk shoe and it was PodCamp nashville one was when we really got to know each other yeah we 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 knew we knew of each other um you know, prior to that podcamp, uh, through through both of us being involved in and checking out that new technology at the time, TalkShoe. It's funny to think of that as new technology, but it was. And uh, and and by the way, that that that'll be another big, huge initiative uh, that that we're going to be reintroducing or re yeah reintroducing into the community in 2011. Our 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 live and interactive conference calls are coming mm. back. They are coming back by huge demand. And uh, if anybody's interested, uh, Saturday, uh, January 29th, 2010, from, well, it's scheduled from 8 o'clock to 9 o'clock, but if I know this community, we'll probably end up being longer. So that's 8 p.m. is when we're going to start. And uh, of course, you'll be able to head over to gspn.tv slash live for that as well. So yeah, so we, we go back a couple years ago. Was that three, four years ago? I don't remember at this point. <laughs> it would have been, it would have had to have been three years ago because at that point I was full, I had quit my career in insurance by then. Yes. So you, you just, you just had, I believe a month before that time or before the pod camp, it was real close to around that time at least. When I first met you, was I still very full of tons of anxiety about the whole thing or was I more just fueled by passion and exhaustion? I don't remember. And and really, I, I remember we stayed up till 2 a.m. that night talking. And <laughs> that might not have been the wisest thing because you had a six-hour drive the next morning. But um, it was a good time. It was a real good time. I'm really thankful that I just happened to ask you where you were staying. And you were looking for a place to stay. And I just invited you back to our house because we had a spare bedroom you could stay in. And we ended up talking till late in the night that night you know th- you know sometimes you you talk about god's divine providence or, or bringing you know people together and and stuff like that and it's funny I, I don't know you know what prompted you you know to to ask me but it's so funny because you literally came up to me and said hey do you need a place to stay <laughs> you I, I had like 15 seconds before that i sent a twitter post saying does anybody have any recommendations for a different place for me to stay uh the hotel i was at last night wasn't the best uh you know I, yeah it, it I was feared, a real rough rough part of nashville you i feared it. for my life uh yeah yeah you do that in that area sometimes Oh my so. gosh. I did not sleep that night. I literally, I stayed up and just made sure that, you know, the, the door was blocked and I didn't want to, I definitely didn't even want to go back out to my car and go find a different place, at, you know, while it was still dark outside. I, I, I waited until the sun came up. 
Ah, yeah. So anyway, so you invited me to come over uh, to your place and 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 spend the night there uh, in your guest room, and uh, you and I have developed a pretty good friendship over the years. I like to think so. It's it's been a lot of fun. Um, so let's tell people a little bit about yourself. Um, you know, you know, tell us a little bit about your background. Okay. Um, grew up in the Middle Tennessee area. Uh, at least we moved to this area when I was five. Place that is now known for something that wasn't there at that time called Bonnaroo. Bonnaroo is a large music festival in Manchester, Tennessee which just happened to be where my parents moved. And at this point, they can listen to Bonnaroo from their front porch and hear the music pretty clearly. So that's why people know anything about Manchester. But I uh, grew up there when focused a lot on Boy Scouts and earning Eagle Scouts and doing stuff with the Order of the Arrow. Went to college at Tennessee Tech and met my wonderful wife in chemistry class. And now I, ever since college, I've been focusing on building businesses and helping businesses to grow and develop and taking care of my wife. And now my wife and two beautiful daughters. Absolutely. And I'll tell you, you you actually shared one thing in common with uh, another great friend of mine, and and that would be DG, and, it, and it's so amazing. I, I I'm so thankful uh, to God for for what has has come into your life, and also my good friend DG, who happens to be in the chat room, by the way. And um, it, it just so happened that between you and and Helen, and and DG and his wife Tiffany, I had never met, you know, two couples that had such a you know more of a burning desire to have children than the two of you i i mean you know with you and helen and dg and tiffany and and i know that um dg and tiffany have struggled with this and and um i'll just share an update if people don't know this already which by the way if you don't know dg hollams uh, dg's great dg is a wonderful man i love that guy and he was you, a, you, can, you can go listen to old episodes of about the church to get to know DG really well, really well. Yes, go to atcpodcast.com, atcpodcast.com. Go back about eight or nine episodes and 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 just you know dive into those old episodes. You'll 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 grow to love DG as much as we do. Anyway, he and Tiffany were just blessed this weekend. Uh, their their adopted uh, little girl was just born, and they're down in Florida right now, and and uh, they're spending the days with their daughter, and and unfortunately their nights without her. But uh, you know that's only going to be for a little bit longer. I think maybe a day or two more or something like that, and and uh, they will be able to have their daughter with them at all times, and 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 that's going to be a blessing to them. But you and Helen, let's let's focus this a little bit more on you okay. right now. Yeah, yeah. Getting back to Jonathan here. Uh, I know I know where this is going. <laughs> tell us tell us about your journey because I know that there are people in our community who who have a difficult time, uh, who sure. want who want to have children, but just haven't been able to make that happen. Uh, tell us a little bit about your journey. Well, Helen and I about two years, three years, I don't remember exactly. It's kind of fuzzy at this point. About two, three years into marriage, we were at a point where we would be okay with kids. So that whole, 
we stopped not trying sort of thing. And then we started trying to have kids. And then it got longer and longer. And then we um, started going to infertility people. And we did basically everything you can do at this point. So we've done Clomed rounds, we've done IUIs, and we did one round of IVF. And that was the last thing we did. And we successfully have two daughters now and we have four uh, frozen embryos still. So who knows, we may have more kids out of that one time of doing IVF. Wow. And so, so how, how long from the time that you guys were seriously trying uh, until the time when you found out that, that this IVF was successful? We, we tend to, we look at it as about a five year journey right there. Wow. Uh, what, was that, was it a really emotional, difficult time for you guys? Um, it, it depended on the time, but yeah, there, there were very difficult times at times. And there were times where we were just focused on building my businesses that I was working on or Helen's career. She, she has a wonderful career and does a great job with what she does. And, um, during that time, she went part-time to graduate school. And so she had that as a distraction at times. And there were, you know, during that time, she was heavily recruited for uh, her next job outside of, after she graduated, she was heavily recruited. So one of the times that we went through a miscarriage was actually a time when she was being recruited by hospitals to come work at these different hospitals. They flew us in or flew her in and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, there was time, this one instance I'm remembering is we were recruited down in Austin, Texas and by two different hospitals. So they shared the cost and they brought both myself and Helen down there and you know, I was all, let's go explore Austin. This is a neat city. I hear cool things. I knew some people online. So I went and met up with people off and on. And she was recovering from a loss during that point. Um, she wasn't miscarrying while we were there, but it had been shortly before. And so it, you know, some of the difficulty when you're going through infertility stuff is the guys don't get it. It's very different for the women. Um, and so where I was all, I went and explored the, the Texas state Capitol, which is a beautiful building. If you like architecture or art or anything like that, going through that was wonderful. And she just wanted to hang out and sit them by the pool or, or whatever. So, um, it, it took us coming home and us talking about it afterwards for me to get why it was she really wasn't thrilled with just exploring Austin that trip. Right. So, so obviously, um, again, another huge blessing here from God is, is that after five years of, of trying and, and through the difficult, you know, waiting and, and being patient and, and, and the trials that came along the way, um, I happen to know enough about you guys to know that you guys are in a place right now that, um, you know, if you were to have two kids, you guys are able to, to take care of that and uh, to take oh, care definitely. of the children and, and, and you're in a, maybe in a better position today to be able to do that than, than you were when you first tried to try, started trying. 
Uh, we we definitely are. Yeah, we we you know we we always looked at life and we set goals each year and we set plans and and all of it was you know we did want to have kids, but that didn't stop us from working on our other projects too. And so, you know, Helen went from being a nurse to a nurse practitioner, and there's a big bump in pay during that. And I study investing, and I work hard on investing, whether it be um, my strategies with publicly traded companies and stocks, or if it's working with businesses and coaching um coaching people who are working on starting or managing their businesses or investing with people who are starting awesome things. That's one of my loves and passions is helping people by partnering with them and making their stuff grow. So we, we focused on that stuff when the other stuff wasn't working. And we are definitely financially in a better position today, but part of it is we did the little things every day. I know you you like Dave Ramsey a lot, and I grew up um, I grew up in in Manchester. Like I mentioned, we didn't get good radio reception there. So after school, I would listen to uh, my options were just because I prefer Christian music and and not just Christian music. I like the Christian rock music, things like Skillet and and Audio Adrenaline and stuff like that. We didn't have any radio stations with that. So I would listen to first sports talk radio when I got out of high school, you know, got out of school. And then I'd listen to Dave Ramsey or, or vice versa. And so we budgeted ever since we got married. Mm. Helen, didn't, Helen didn't like the fact that um, sitting in the um, airport on our way home from the honeymoon, that's when we did our first budget. I would not advise that for for <laughs> people. You you should give it a little more time. But that's what we did. We we had some time to kill, so we started working on our first family budget there in the Orlando airport right after our, our honeymoon. So we day by day we get stronger. We live on less than we make, and um, we're definitely in a better place today because of that. Very cool. And then, of course, um, it was just a couple months ago, uh, you know, two little, two new little girls were brought into your life. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, we did IVF back in March, and that's an interesting and different situation. We actually went to St. Louis and spent two weeks there to do IVF. And it was a good time to get away. Um, right before this episode, you had an interview with Dan Miller and he was talking about disruptions in your life, getting away and getting outside of things. And when you're stuck in a hotel, I could imagine what DG and Tiffany are going through right now. You're, you're stuck in a hotel and, and you have time and you do things. So we did the IVF and then we went back up there to do the first ultrasound and the uh, doctor was doing the ultrasound and he said, well, this is a baby right here. And here's a second baby. <laughs> and so <laughs> we were like, wow. Then a few months later, we found out they were both girls. And my first comment was, I think I need to buy more guns. <laughs> and then we, um, they were born. Um, at the end, Helen was having some issues with just carrying two, pound, two babies, you know, about six pounds each. 
12 pounds of baby. She lost something like 35 pounds after the uh, babies came out because of babies and fluids and all that stuff. And it's been an adjustment since then. Yeah. Um, it's, it takes two people to really have a life and do it. We don't understand how one person could do it all on their own, especially when you get into nights and stuff like that. Um, but it's also been a good time for me to focus on what's really the priorities of our life and what do we want our life to really be like going on from here. You know, any, any time you have major life changes and going from a two-person family to a four-person family, it's a pretty major life change. <laughs> going to a three-person family would be big too. But you, you really, I couldn't work you know, four, eight, 10, 12 hours at a time, whatever it was, I, I'd have four good hours a day to work on projects or do things other than take care of babies at the very beginning. So it's been different trying to figure out what kind of systems could we put in place? Because in end of March or end of February, beginning of March, Helen's going to start doing 24-hour shifts at a hospital again about six to eight times a month. So I have to figure out how do I run my businesses? How do I coach people and help them with their businesses? And how do I take care of my family at the same time? I have one word for you. Nanny. (laughs) Virtual assistant. Virtual assistant. That's exactly right. Uh, Too funny. All right. So, so you, have you had any time where you've actually had to take care of both of you, the girls by yourself yet? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. How's that work? How's that work out? Do you you (laughs) ever have it to where they're both in desperate need of your attention at the same time? Well, they think that they are. (laughs) (laughs) They don't always get what they want, huh? Uh, The kids don't always get what they want. (laughs) That's great. We're not opposed to them crying some. <laughs> We're not opposed to them um, amusing themselves. We call it singing. It makes us feel better, at least. They're singing to us a very sad song. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let's let's talk about some other things. Um, you know, as far as hobbies or, or, or things of that nature, what kind of hobbies do you have outside of building businesses? Outside of building businesses, um, I'm a gamer. I like video games. I like board games. I like um, card games, stuff like that. Um, what, what, when you say video games, what kind of video games are you into? Besides sports games and racing games, pretty much I, I'm interested in most anything. So I, I do first-person shooters or um, role-playing games, whether it be massively multiplayer or story-based strategy games, um, puzzle kind of games and stuff like that. Um, I, I, I look at uh, the way I approach life and, and learning. I really love learning and, and I learn through games is, you know, when I'm playing role-playing games, uh, something like a Final Fantasy They're telling a story, but it's a story you can interact with. Hmm. So that's really interesting to me. Or when I'm playing strategy games, I'm learning the systems and I'm learning, you know, 
what works and what doesn't work and developing ideas and strategies of how to work it. Or lots of times when I play first person shooters, I'm playing with a group of people that I know at some level. You know, some of the people I know real well, some of the people I have some loose affiliation with, but I enjoy playing with the same people over and over again, where for me, I'll play as a support role. I don't care if I have the high score or the most kills or whatever like that with the first-person shooters. I'll take the role on of the engineer that goes in and destroys the tank. Right. And I really don't care about anything else. I I care about helping our team win and and supporting it, and it's really neat with that. You know, I I find that that's true of your personality as a whole, whole, whether or not you're playing a game or not. Um, uh, mm-hmm. there, there have been many times you've been a great source of help and inspiration to me. And, and, and it's like, why does this, I mean, this is like when you and I first met, it's like, it's like, okay, this is great. We stayed up until 2 AM, you know, one morning we've had some good conversations and it's like, and then after that, you, you would continue to send me these long emails and, and we'd have, these, <laughs> it's like, why does this guy care to help me so much? And and I've just come to understand that, that that's your personality, that you do enjoy helping people. And that's one of the things I have really, uh, you know, th- that has been a great value to our friendship is is just how much you uh, desire to give to others and help others. Well, thank you. Thank I, you. I know the answer to this question, but I'm going to ask you anyway, because I did ask uh, folks in the chat room if they had questions uh to the, to let me know although i sure. i skipped one of the questions because i was a well little... I'm, I'm not looking at the chat room i i have my computer screen on but i don't have the chat room up i figured it'd be a distraction for me so <laughs> you know all about me and my distractions <laughs> so here here's here's the question i know the answer to it but what about okay. what about your favorite iphone games <laughs> <laughs> um i would have to say angry birds Though I've never played it on an iPhone, but I like it on my Android-based phone. <laughs> <laughs> do you have Do you have a reason why you don't like Apple products? Yes, I do. Um, the, the, part of it is I'm really am a nonconformist, <laughs> and and just got inundated with it early on. Part of it is I like freedom and openness, and part of it is I like tinkering and playing with stuff. Um, Apple stuff is really good if Steve Jobs believes you should do something, and they make it really hard to do stuff that's beyond what they try to make it real easy for people to do. Um, That's not to say um, Apple stuff is not powerful or ability to do things. But I like having, uh, I don't like that weirdness. You know, I'm, I'm a systems person who likes exploring and figuring out all the neat things I can do. And so with Android based stuff, I can do that a lot easier. And with Windows, I can do that a lot easier. Um, but that's just, it's, it's a part of me and, and what I like and, you know, it's a combination of all that. <laughs> Very cool. All right. Um, one other question I have for you here, and just because I'm a geek, and uh, and, and that is, how are you talking to, I mean, obviously you're using Skype and you're obviously not using a Mac. Uh, so you're talking on your Windows machine. Are, are you? Let me ask you this. Are you still looking at a CRT monitor? 
I am. It I am. Cracks me up. I come to your house, <laughs> and there's no way in the world I would ever ask if I could sit in front of your computer to check something. It's like, what? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've actually and gone even, back and forth. It's not even a huge CRT monitor either. <laughs> if, if if we didn't have two new babies, I'd have a new monitor right now. <laughs> well, see, that's exactly it, my friends. It's all about priorities for Jonathan. Uh, so my question is, though, what kind of mic are you talking on? Because you actually sound really good. Uh, wait just a second. Let me grab the box. All right. So did you, you didn't just go get a one, did you? No, I've had, I've had, I just got it out of a uh, storage actually. Okay. It's a super Lux S U P E R L U L U X. And it's the top dash two, four, eight. It sounds really good. Hmm. Interesting. Thanks. Well, it may, it's, you know, I am going into my mixer and then out my mixer into oh, my... Oh, so it's a it's a dynamic microphone going into with XLR yes. ports. Never mind. The, the, yes. yes, it should sound good. Oh, <laughs> I figure for you, Cliff, I'd pull all the equipment out and set it back up. That and, is so kind of you. you. Know, the, the other thing is I just actually, I just started a new podcast on 1-11, so two days ago. Um, and I did my first episode where I just recorded into my Ederol, but I figure I'm going to do another episode for tomorrow and I might as well have my mic and all this equipment that I have out and start doing it that way. Very cool. Well, I'm excited to hear that. Where can people find you online? The best place to find me is jonathannation.com. And that's J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N nation.com and that is correct you're on twitter as well aren't you i am i am and is that twitter.com slash jonathan nation maybe um yeah i tend to tell people jonathan nation.com slash twitter ah gotcha because i i put my personal brand first <laughs> very cool jonathan it has been a pleasure uh to introduce you to the gspn.tv community as a whole and it has been an honor to to know you as a personal friend for these several years, and uh, and and I appreciate always the the fact that I always have a place to stay when I'm in Nashville. So I appreciate Good you. Good deal. Good deal. I, I look forward to seeing you probably next month at PodCamp Nashville. Is that right? So if there's one coming up, is it already planned? Um, I, I'm seeing the group is getting together and planning stuff right now. I'd expect it to be either February or March is when they'll actually have it yeah i always look for a reason to go down and see connie and sheila and uh, dan miller now so i'll be there all right that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the community voice we'll be back again next week with somebody else i already have them on the schedule but i don't want to tell you who it is just in case things change uh, uh that way i'd have to actually go back and say oh well you know so and so couldn't make it anyway you get the point we'll be back on a weekly basis though here in 2011 until next time my friends we encourage you to join the community